The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to. God gave His Son to win. His erring child, He reconciled and pardoned from His Talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word that is 1490 AM information with inspiration. And usually I get to do the big applause and fanfare for the First Lady of Love, but, you know, she's abandoned us today. I think we've had this problem <laughs> yeah. once or twice before. Little Annie Oakley's out on the range, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> let you no all more in. details <laughs> provided. Yeah, yeah, TMI, too much information. <laughs> Evelyn might not appreciate it, but uh, Annie, we'll see you later. In the studio, of course, with me is Kathy Enderbrock from Let's Pray to Get Today and uh, Maury Gandhi from J- Gandhi. I'm sorry. Candy and Gandhi, come up. <laughs> and just mic. as sweet. Just as sweet from JCI in Worldwide Enterprises. And you, you know uh, Maury. Because she and her family are the faithful family that uh, film all of our events around town. Every uh, godly, yeah, every (laughs) godly event. I was trying to think of the word for that: the historians, the scribes, but they mostly wrote. But there'll be a time in history when someone will look at all of that and that'll be the spiritual history of our times here in Austin. You know what we were doing just Thursday morning as we went out to the Austin History Center and we filmed the black history of Austin and their exhibit and the historian there. Awesome program that will be on the last Tuesday of this month. For Black History Month. Oh, that's very good. I'm going to make sure I see that. I'm going to tell you what I told Juan today. I wish people would text me right before something really good was going to happen. How is it that you always find out after it's too late? (laughs) That's all. Yeah. Somebody text me. I'm out here. (laughs) I live in the ozone and people have to bring me down and bring me out. (laughs) Hey, Kathy, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on this week. uh, Well, um, it's been Valentine's (laughs) week. It's been yeah. the State of the Union Address Week. Uh, what has not been going on this week? It has okay. been a full week. I was kind of like an oxymoron. Was your Valentine? Did the did the president send you a Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> through the State of the Union Address? <laughs> no, I don't know that. There's a whole lot of love happening there. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there were for some, but yeah, we had the State of the Union. We're going to run some of that down, but I had the most awesome Valentine's Day. I know you did. I followed you on <laughs> Facebook, girl. 24 years oh, of being wow. married to Craig Andy. Is that your anniversary? Yes, we got married on Valentine's Day. That is so much fun. I will tell you, I always think of the people who, who do that. And, you know, and I forgot a little bit until I saw your <laughs> Facebook. And then I was concerned for you because I wondered if you had a hubby at home. I was he hoping. was at home this yeah. week. It was so great. And, you know, the night before Valentine's, Jordan, um, my my second child, she goes, Mom, Mom. Dad got you two really good things, so you might want to get him something. <laughs> and I said, well, it's the night before. And I thought, oh, no, all I got for Eric was a card. So then I thought, okay, I'm going to write him a poem. So I wrote him a little rhyming poem about being a dad, and there was nothing I could scrape together. You know, I went through all of, you know, the gifts that you buy in advance? I went through all my gift boxes thinking, is there anything for Eric in here? And it wasn't so poor guy. He got a card and a, a poem about being a daddy and... And then the next morning we wake up and of course, you know, we have something for each of the girls in a, in a mm-hmm. big Valentine's bag with the stuffed animals and the candy and all the, all the things. And they're going crazy looking at all their stuff. And then Eric comes in and has a big, huge thing of roses and a big thing full of chocolate covered strawberries. And I have eaten so many chocolate covered <laughs> strawberries. Let's see if you're looking pink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've eaten enough chocolate-covered strawberries for about three women, <laughs> easily. Yeah, we, we represent the women that don't get anything. We, we've, been, we've more than indulged for them. Well, we had that. We, you know, our Valentine's started in a very poor and bad way uh, almost 30, 31 years ago. And uh, by the fact that I am a brat. Now, that would surprise you guys, I'm sure, that we were, it was Valentine's Day, and I don't know why I was so anxious. I guess I was just that needy, you know, and I thought for sure he had forgotten me, and I was so hateful all the way as we traveled in, and it was our very first, our very first Valentine's Day was our very first date. Wow. And that was, that was, but this was our first official Valentine's Day as a, a married couple because we we dated once he, the next time he asked me to marry him. <laughs> wow. June two, knows what he two wants. Two months wow. later we were married. So oh, that's how wow. that works. <laughs> as a matter of fact on Valentine's Day he totally freaked me out because he, we went out to dinner he'd given me a rose. It was our first date. We'd known each other but it was our first date. At the end of the date he says how do you think Cindy Vanna sounds? <gasps> I thought I was, I was it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's a stalker. <laughs> anyway, so the, the first by the first Valentine's Day, I had my brattiness had really showed up, and he, uh, I was sure he wasn't getting me anything, and I was, you know, I was pouting and this, that, and the other. Anyway, this little pearl ring that I have on today was my first gift ever Aww. from him as a as a Valentine. But boy, I was horrible, and I said we rehearse this every year, and I said to him. Again, this year, I said, well, tell me why you didn't run away, because you know you should have run away. That should have been a cue to you that this was a high-maintenance woman and not going to be easy. And he said, you know, I heard something completely different. He said, I heard it's someone who cares. 
about where the relationship is at. Now, I thought, okay, listen. (laughs) Then you really, really care. (laughs) Yeah, only God could give you ears like that because that was just being ugly. And so I always feel, I always go into Valentine's Day a little bit ashamed because I realized that uh, I didn't, I didn't treat him in a worthy way, but we had a blast. And uh, we're grateful, and uh, we're going to be talking about not Valentine's Day, but the real mm-hmm. foundations of what we're talking about is love. Love, that's right. You True know, love. That's yeah. right. And we're going to try to to peel back of that onion mm-hmm. a little bit, gals, about, because I will tell you, we can be soppy sentimentalists. This is my concern for culture these days is that, you know, women and our perspective of love has become pretty pervasive. Well, I mean, that's so true, Cindy, because if there is any word that is overused and least understood, truly it is love. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to talk from the perspective of of God's love, which undergirds that. What were you going to say, Maureen? Well, you know, this is really, really important because I read a study yesterday in Yahoo 40% of people get file for divorce right after Valentine's Day. They go through through Christmas. They say, we're going to stay together through Christmas. (gasps) Then they consult the attorney in January. But they're going to wait till Valentine's Day to see how that goes. And then after Valentine's Day, their expectations aren't met because they're looking for a person instead of Jesus to meet those expectations we need in love. Oh, my gosh. And they're not eating enough dark chocolate like Kathy and I <laughs> because they wouldn't, their endorphins wouldn't allow them to be thinking of wow. Well, you know, I think that's also we, in order to be fulfilled and, you know, have that kind of love meter, we put that expectation on mm-hmm. someone else. Yes. And really, we need to be looking at what is going on Our with ourselves That's and right. that is no wonder that marriage is mm-hmm. under such attack, attack because mm-hmm. if uh, if where we are supposed to have our expectations mm-hmm. is grounded in God and our relationship with God and our own hearts, but we've displaced that mm-hmm. and have put that expectation mm-hmm. on those around us, mm-hmm. whether it is your husband right. or your children or or whatever it is, boy, it is no wonder that the statistics are struggling. Well, I tell you, I mean, love, I think, is meant to be the greatest blessing that any living thing can ever receive. And yet we turn love into a burden mm-hmm. when when we so um, place that expectation on someone else. Uh, we we remove the blessing and we create a burden and no man can withstand that burden. Only God yes, can right. meet that You've that got need. to feel that emptiness inside you with the love of Jesus Christ first. That's mm-hmm. the most important mm-hmm. thing. And then you get blessed with a husband that loves you, that you love, and f- children. There's nothing more wonderful in life than having a godly family. I mean... How could you ask for something else than that? I mean, it's just the most awesome Well, in thing our age as women, you know that we uh-huh. have asked for something very different from that. I'm not so sure. In some ways, I think the hearts of men have changed, you know, but we're here as women. And so we'll, we'll get Juan involved in the conversation. But I still <laughs> Did we warn him about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of estrogen in this room. Well, Juan has spent his life. He had to... He had to wait 
after being surrounded by his precious wife and his beautiful daughters, he had to finally manufacture a son in order for there to be any hope for there to be some testosterone in his world. Now, that would have been a fun manufacturing process, though. <laughs> Speaking of love. <laughs> okay, Juan's totally not bellying it up to the microphone I actually here. didn't know he could go that color. That's, that's a beautiful shade of red for Valentine's. Well, you know, you talk about burdens, Kathy, because uh, we... You you know, still kind of basking in the Valentine's Day high. Uh, on Friday nights, Jim is sweet enough to allow me to watch Say Yes to the Dress. You know, do you all know who Say Yes to the Dresses? That's the bridal one where they come oh, in, yeah. they try on the dresses, and it's the li- little girl dream, you know, come out. Well, at one point I had said to him, you know, as and I said, I hope that, you know, I hope I've just not become a burden to you in asking for too much, you know, over and over. Because, you know, he had been, it had been a particularly uh, giving week, uh, both his heart and uh, anyway. <clears throat> and he, so we would watch these ladies come in and order these $10,000 and $15,000 wedding gowns. And he oh. said, listen. That's a burden. He said, <laughs> he said, that's high maintenance. He said, you and I, we're cool. It's okay. A box of chocolates <laughs> and an occasional bud is not a $15,000 wedding present. <laughs> so anyway, well, moving along from our uh, sentimentality, which we promise our audience, that's exactly what we're not going to do today as we talk um in depth, we dialogue in depth about the love of God. I do want to welcome Patriotic Radio, Patriotic Now Radio, who's streaming on uh, internet and live for uh, Love Talk right now. Thank you so much. And woohoo, we love our military. Oh, oh God bless you, goodness, each and everyone. Absolutely. As I watched the Chris Kyle procession this week did you watch any of the I youtube stuff on that you got to catch that on youtube i'll tell you what i i've begun to love youtube because you know you can be transported into i don't mm-hmm. like to watch the major media outlets like <laughs> i like maury's outlet and, and others like that i have to i'm like laura on little house on the prairie i have to kind of keep my mind simple but those were very awesome mm-hmm. as that procession showed great honor amongst the camaraderie of the military and citizenry. But let's cover a couple of things we got coming up here pretty quick. February 28th is Collegiate Day of Prayer. Um, and better known as CDOP, and uh, their goal is for 3,100 campuses to be adopted and prayed for by name on February 28th. If you want to know uh, more about this, you can go to CDOP.org. Mari, do you all film anything out there on the No, but I remember uh, talking about it on a Thursday live program. Yeah, we need to connect up with uh, Justin, you know, Christopher, and, and see what they're doing up there at UT, and of course you've got campuses. Well, we have Southwestern mm-hmm. University. I mean, any of those prayer warriors in Georgetown, go and get on cdop.org mm-hmm. and sign up to be in prayer for Southwestern. You know, we're running a little late. We're going to come back and we're going to run through some of the things that are going to go on and are going on in the 83rd uh, legislature and some of the things that are going on but we're going to we're going to be coming back and we're going to be talking about one god one reconciler one mediator one 
great love affair. This is Love Talk on the Word. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest head. The guilty bowed down with care. God gave His Son to The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest head. The guilty I am Cindy Vonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word 1490 AM. Information with inspiration reminding you that we're streaming live at KLGO.net. You can also catch up with the program um, on KLGO Radio and on Facebook. And uh, we'll have the audio portion of this program posted up at lovetalknetwork.com. And, of course, we said in our first segment that Evelyn had abandoned us for uh, to become Annie Oakley on the range. And so, <laughs> Evelyn, you know, I, I know you we got love your... We you. Yes, I have this big picture of you and your six-shooter. And uh, But come back. To a safe and in the studio with me today is Kathy Endebrock from Let's Pray Today and Love Talk and is also the Georgetown City Coordinator for National Day of Prayer and Maury Gandy, who is uh, one of the founders of JCI Worldwide Enterprises, who is our, our Christian fi- film crew in town. There are historians. Well, before we get into really talking about love, there's so much we could talk about the State of the Union, what's going on in the 83rd legislature. And Kathy, I want us to talk about Encounter before we go out. But let's just, I want, you know, tell me what's going on with the girls. You know, that's what I want to know about. You know, oh. we're on Love Talk. We got to, we got to, you know, hats off to the girls. What are they up to? They're, well, this morning as we speak, Jordan is getting two different horses saddled up and she is in a horse riding competition. And now last year she took everything in her division, high point rider, um, champion for um, two foot and um, then equitation for two foot. And so today she's actually putting the bar up and she's going to be jumping 2.3 feet on courses. And so she's busy doing that. Aaliyah wow. is just at home. I'm guessing still sleeping. She's recovering from yeah, Cotillion. Aaliyah's week. Oh, that this was, was so funny. Fun. So Aliyah's been going to Cotillion and learning how to properly dance. You know, the Foxtrot Waltz. <laughs> they teach them the Shag, which I just thought, can you not rename that dance? Just please rename it. <laughs> 
And uh, so after going to Cotillion um, every month for six months now, they had their Cotillion Ball at the Austin Country Club. So we had a, a beautiful, nice dinner beforehand with her classmates and then took him down to the Austin Country Club, and all the young men were in suits and ties, and the young ladies were just dressed up beautifully, and it was just an exciting, fun mm-hmm. night. So she's at home recuperating, and Faithy is getting ready for competition season in gymnastics, so working on she's her She's such giants. a little button. She is. <laughs> she's <laughs> no bigger in a minute. She has, and you know, she's so firm. I actually never knew what a human body could actually look like. <laughs> Before, you know, because she's a gymnast, so she does all kinds of conditioning. Oh, I'm like the Michelin tire guy, you know, but you have, I have a little niece that's in gymnastics. Oh my gosh, they are, they have no body fat. Well, and, you know, it's amazing because we thought endobrocks can have abs of steel, you know. We thought that abs of steel just were not possible for the endobrocks, but we see it is possible. Oh, and what, and we were talking about, you were talking about a little uh, uh, story. On the about way to getting married, <clears throat> we drove up to Marble Falls to get married where my sister lives. And my middle son was crying all the way up there because I had to take them out of their Valentine party at school because we got married, you know, kind of early evening at sunset. But I had to take them out. And so... I said, you know, my oldest daughter and I were talking about that, that he cried all the way up there because we took him out of this party. So he wrote me on Facebook the other day and said, Mom, I was next up to hit the pinata. I said, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he's on Facebook how many years later? 24. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. So he still remembers oh, this. No, we, I mean, we have traumatized these children. So, I mean, I mean in, way, a, in ways why we would I not Why did you let me know? I would have surely <laughs> let you hit the pinata. I could have waited a few minutes. <laughs> He was too busy crying and sobbing, Mommy. Couldn't get the words out. You're probably right. I woke up this morning with a similar thought. My son's first Valentine's dance, boy-girl dance. Oh, I had gone out shopping for him. And, oh, I thought he just looked like the most handsome thing ever in this world. And I'd gotten him a rose to give to the girl. And, you know, and I dropped him off. And, of course, I sat in the parking lot, you know, just thinking about, you know, having taken him to the first day of kindergarten and, Mm -hmm. you know, all those. And then here we were, you know, the first dance where he'd invited someone. Now, they weren't allowed to date, and so they met theirs, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But when I picked him up that night, he was very, very quiet, and I was like, well, how did it go? And you know, guys, anyway, at 14, they're starting not <laughs> to tell their mom everything. Uh, they're changing. Their bodies are changing. Their thoughts are changing. <laughs> anyway, it was way more, once again, TMI. But um, he's, she dumped him at the dance. Oh. Yes, his very first. And I was crushed for this little boy because oh, yeah. uh, this was his first experience, you know, right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. You know how we can't stand to see him hurt. Oh, my gosh, no. You want to just... <laughs> okay, well, we have wandered completely <laughs> off the beaten pr- But we touched somebody's That's heart. Right. Before we go too far, though, Kathy, we got to talk about Encounter. Uh, oh, this is, I'm so excited about, about this. This is the, um, Austin Bridge Builders are putting together this conference, uh, March 23rd at Bethany United Methodist Church is the location. Doors open at 8.30. 
uh, and it goes through until 3.30 in the afternoon. Really, Cindy, the, the purpose of Encounter, it's a, it's a training event that's been created to help individuals and churches and groups grow in the knowledge of Christ and really to become better equipped to take their unique place in Christ's plan for their city. And um, in accomplishing this pur- purpose, the uh, encounter is offering four distinct areas of training. They're going to be discovering your spiritual DNA, and that's dedicated to understanding God's purpose for your unique gifts and personality. They're going to be doing a session on worship and building the worship structure that brings God's presence and open the, opens the way to hear God's heart and strategy for the city. They're going to be looking at prayer. This is the one I'm very excited about. Vicki Porterfield's going to be in this session. You, I believe, I'm hoping, no, are going to be I'm in this gonna, session. I think I'm just going to, oh, well, I'm going to open in prayer or something. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I, I'm excited about you're going to be presenting. Well, I'm excited to present with all these other people. Charlie yeah. Lujan. I mean, just when we've been getting together and planning out this session, I just listen and hear all of their experiences and what the Lord is doing and, and what they've seen and experienced. And they just have this great depth of understanding. And so uh, just to be in the same room with them is exciting for me. But uh, that session is going to be on creating a culture of prayer that builds relationships with the Lord and undergirds everything we do in his body. And then finally, Finally, their fourth um, teaching section um, is going to be living on mission, really moving out from. That's going to be great. Yeah, moving out from above the pieces, putting and putting um, into putting hands and feet to God's purposes where we are at. So often we think of missions as being something you're going to go to Africa to do, which is a wonderful thing, but we need to be doing that in Austin, in Georgetown, in Taylor, in Round Rock, in Pflugerville. And so I'm excited about this conference. It's really, it's for all churches, for all denominations. It is not for one distinct group. Of course, you know, the history of ABBA, Austin Bridge Builders, is really bringing together uniting the church as the body of Christ towards right. a single purpose. So that's March 23rd and if people want to know how to connect up and register yes. they go to the ABBA website? You can go to ABBA Connect. It's A-B-B-A Connect C-O-N-N-E-C-T dot net and you can mm-hmm. go specifically backslash encounter dash 2013. Great. So abaconnect.net. Go there and you can get more information and sign up. To yeah attend. and I think this is not just for those who are prayer warriors who are already avid it be also for those who are like you know i don't know about prayer i don't know about my prayer life i mean what is all this prayer stuff and and Mm. and how does that tie in with this whole thing of uh missional living and you know one of the great things that makes me sad about our particular time is the word submission became kind of a dirty word Mm. in christianese Mm. but the truth of the matter is it's the most fabulous word in 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 every sense but in this one sense god has a mission and Mm -hmm. we can never afford to forget that Mm -hmm. we are on submission we in submission to him are on mission with god oh Oh, man Mm -hmm. there is nothing more adventurous (laughs) than going on mission with god if you've been sitting in that uh pew 
made of dead wood <laughs> thinking that you know if you know god's gonna it's all gonna happen right here in this pew then then we, that's the difference in missional living it's wherever he sends us we, right. we get that perspective of being on mission with him well and i think so often we feel like what difference can i make this is going to just open your eyes to the difference an individual can make within a community and that's really who we are kathy you know we we've been laying this groundwork in this new series of be not afraid and today we're talking about perfect love casts out fear the love of god but here's the verse out of romans 8 that says this i love this verse out of the message thank you dr peterson (laughs) this resurrection life you receive from god is not a timid grave tending life it's adventurously expectant greeting god with a childlike what's next papa (laughs) god's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are we know who he is and we know who we are father and children and we know we are going to get what's coming to us an unbelievable inheritance we go through exactly what christ goes through if we go through the hard times with him then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him and so as christians we're made to live Mm -hmm. a life of adventure expectancy greeting god good times and bad Mm -hmm. and that's the foundation once again for this love affair with god we're going to take our our break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about god is love this is love talk on the word the love of god is greater far than tongue or pen can never tell It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest head. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word 1490 AM. Information with inspiration reminding you that we're streaming live at KLGO.net. You can also tweet us at the word 1490. You can, uh, you can also Facebook KLGO. You can Facebook Love Talk. Love Walk Radio, and you can catch us on lovetalknetwork.com. Now, is there any more pages to this thing? We are everywhere. But at the same time, we're right here and, and so pleased to be here with you. And in the studio, of course, is Kathy Indebrock. And Kathy is founder of Let's Pray Today and also um, the Georgetown City Coordinator for National Day of Prayer. And Mari Gandhi from JCI Worldwide Enterprises, our historian, is with us. And a great, what we all have in common is that we're great lovers of God. 
Cindy, I'm going to jump right in here because, you know, in our first opening segments, we talked about perfect love casts out fear. And I was thinking, you know, Scripture does not tell us that love casts out fear. It says perfect love casts out fear. Now, I know that perfect love cannot come from man because man is imperfect. So perfect love must come from a perfect God. Tell me a little bit more about Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because you're looking at the kid who didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I you know, I'm the I am the poster child for Christianity of how you how you come to everything the hard way. You know, and really you know You're not um, alone. Yeah, and also boy, that should be a testimony to God's love. You know, because yes. this, this one over here, even though I have to drag her to everything, <laughs> kicking and screaming and really explain to her. But I thought I did think, Kathy, that if I worked and even in these latter years, if if I would grow in maturity and perfecting the love of God. In other words, the first commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that I was hung up on perfection, but it was like, oh, if I can love God enough, these fears that I have, these things that I have to live through, these things that are have either come in my life or going to come in my life that are fearful and anxious moments, then I'll have my head on straight. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't until, and it's been even recently, I think Evelyn said something. She said, you know, about Jesus being the perfect love. And, of course, I knew the end. But hearing sometimes things out of other people's mouth, I was like, oh, yeah, we got it. We've got to talk about it. So you were trying to really then take the perfection of God and place that on your expectations of yourself, which mm-hmm. through the commandments, mm-hmm. you know, and through a heart that does love him. But, you know, as we come through our healing, as we, as the mm-hmm. Lord, as we come past salvation into redemption, into restoration, then your heart is being constantly restored mm-hmm. to God. But, the importance of this dialogue for today is that in the things that we must meet in life, whether it's on the battlefield, the the actual battlefield, which we have we have met many times as Christians, World War One, World War Two, and whatever's going to face us today, it is only the love of God and who He is, His perfect love, and all that has been accomplished in and through Him. All that he then gives to us that is our shield against, a shield against fear. And I want to, I want to talk about that in, in the groundwork a little bit because unless we understand who God is, then we're wandering through this life thinking about love from a from a human perspective. Well, and I think that's right. I mean, I know I think a lot of us start out, at least I did this way, that God was kind of a, high in the sky, by and by kind of God that, uh, you know, he was this spiritual uh, <laughs> amorphous kind of thing. And well, I didn't there. really think of him as a person to have a relationship with. I mean, how how do you get there when you think there is one God, and you can have a relationship with that one God. Actually sit on his lap and be loved on by him. Uh, What does that mean? I mean, the... Yeah, well, not only sit on his lap and be loved by him, because that that is the truth, but this comes back to, if you don't know who God is, you will not know who you are. That's right. Hmm. 
And scripture says that Christ is seated at the right hand of God the Father. Goes on to say we are seated next to Christ. Mm-hmm. Those are definitions of who God is. That's right. And who we are in God's view. But, you know, we, we're, we live in a culture that either wants to do the one God, as in all gods are equal. Mm-hmm. Okay, we mm-hmm. can't go there. Or we live in a culture that does this amorphous thing of he's just some kind of kumbaya God out there, some kind of spirit just kind of just hovering around, you know, and he's not something you can relate to mm-hmm. that, you know, is really this ghost-like thing that may come from all the years we sat in the pew then where they talked about the Holy Ghost and we're like really? You know I don't know where that comes from but those are the things that we have to tread uphill yes. in culturally or then you have other people I hear it all the time you know they're working to please God because he's you know mm-hmm. he's, a, he's, a, he's a far away God mm-hmm. and uh, he can only be reached by works mm-hmm. and you know we've got yeah. we've got half the globe doing that we've got another a third of the globe, you know, worshiping all kinds of gods. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Christians who profess to worship God. But do we have a personal relationship? Do we understand who God is such that we're able to live in the times? And this is the one God we want to talk about the one reconciler Christ who died for all of us. Now, that gets passed over, too, because I was prepping for this. Kathy, I was thinking about, died for all of us. Okay, well, I know the Word of God talks about the Babylonians who who God, you know, detested in the Old Testament. I mean, they were an anathema. They were the enemy to the children of Israel. And yet the Word of God says he's died for all. All mm-hmm. so that none should perish. That is right. And yeah. so, when you think of one God, if you're thinking, if if we have the right view that there is no beginning to God and no end to God, and the Scripture says that God is love as one of his 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 primary attributes. Now, we're going to be focusing on that. We're not trying to get that out of balance with the character of mm-hmm, perfect justice, mm-hmm. mercy, or grace. But when it says God is love, and you think there is no beginning and there is no end, then the reason why we're camping on this thought about God is that if you get the largesse of the love of God... And his per, and he is the perfect, this is what casts out the fear because it is infinite, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is all encompassing, because it was like him at the beginning and in the end. Those are the things that we have to take into account as we walk through this idea of one God, one mediator, and one reconciler, the one who brings those who are far away, the ones who make the one who makes peace by the blood of the cross, the one that removes the barrier of the law, satisfies justice, and is our defender in the courtroom of heaven. Now listen, there are some things, you know, when we're fearful, if we don't get this picture, if we don't know who our accuser is and who our defender is, then we may have lost our way. That's fine. I'm, I'm sorry, Maureen. No, Go that's ahead. fine. You you just asked me to come in to talk about the harbinger in that last mm-hmm. chapter, but you pretty much wrapped it up with what you just said. Except there's one more thing. He's also our bridegroom. Mm. 
<laughs> and that's a personal like not Kathy's talking mm-hmm. about that person. Well, that's that great love affair right. we're talking about. Absolutely. And so, I mean, knowing I think when you know who God is, what he's about, and you start digging down into his character, you see that you can trust him. And I was sharing earlier with you this scripture verse in Isaiah, and it says, um, he will be at perfect peace or perfect rest whose mind is stayed upon me. And the scripture after that um, says, because they trust in me. And I think when we know God and who Mm -hmm. he is, we are able then to trust him. And, and, and I think that trust, we have nothing to fear because God is protecting. If God's protecting you, what can get (laughs) to you? What do you have to worry about? That's right. And you know, we're going to, Kathy, I think you're going to be in the studio with me, hopefully next week. We're going to see if Miss Evelyn's going to have a little surgery and I think, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, more in depth, we're going to talk about divine love, the unchangeability of God's love, the eternal love of God, the sovereign love of God, the infinite love of God, the immutable love of God, the holy love of God, the gracious love of God. I mean, we're because I will tell you, even that statistic that you gave earlier about, Maury, about Valentine's Day and divorce, if you knew that your shield, your banner, your sword were these things in your marriage that it did not have to emanate from your heart or someone else's, that's right. Then that's right. you would have hope in your heart. This is Love Talk on the Word. His he reconciled and from his The love of God is greater far than tongue or man can never tell it goes beyond. The highest star and reaches to the lowest head. The guilty Good morning, I am Cindy Vana, love talking in the beautiful blessed KLGO the uh, the word fourteen ninety AM information with inspiration reminding you that uh, we are streaming live at klgo.net. You can also catch up with the three of us. We've been way more fun than we, <laughs> which we always do. I, I, I've identified with Cindy Lauper my whole life from that 80s obnoxious song of girls just want to have fun. This is really, I have a melancholy personality, but boy, the truth of the matter is, is I am shallow how. You know, I just, I just want to have fun. Then. And so you guys have been well, you a know, beautiful. Cindy, I think there's enough serious Christians <laughs> who would never crack a smile and you wonder if they're even alive inside and somebody in there (laughs) (laughs) and i always think of christ who was invited to the bad boy parties you know i mean he was not invited to the um (laughs) hail mary uh you're not allowed to dance parties he was invited to the parties that the bad boys threw and he went 
and you know <laughs> he was talking and people were around him so oh, i think that he enjoys having a little bit of fun himself well we you know the the foundation for what we're trying to to do here in this series of be not afraid is we're looking in the first month january we talked about simplifying that yes. you have to simplify the gospel so true. in order for you to not be caught up in a in a million distracting things and so and now we're talking about love and really we're trying to um, communicate and want to communicate both what it is to go deeper in a personal relationship with God and have the understanding of it some, such that it is, it is that which uh, informs your heart, becomes that DNA of who you are that is able to be buffeted by the times. Mm-hmm. In some ways, I think it's the thing that allowed the early Christians to go into the Colosseum. Mm. and not renounce Christ, you can't do that kind of thing unless you've had an encounter with God. And the encounter with God isn't just, whoa, I've seen him at the end of the bedpost, you know, and I better do the right thing here. It is that love that comes in to completely envelop you, overwhelm you, and mm-hmm. in that rewrite everything that you have mm-hmm. thought about yourself in the in the context of the world. So, Kathy, talk a little bit just about what it is that we're trying to communicate it to others about this, about the perfect love of God, casting out prayer. Be not afraid. Well, and we have a request for that previous um, mm-hmm. scripture that I quoted. That was in Isaiah twenty six three and four. That he will. Be at perfect peace or at perfect rest, whose mind is stayed upon me. So that's Isaiah twenty six three. And you know, Cindy, when you were talking about um, you know the the early church, I, I always think of Paul because <gasps> my gosh, this man who went out and he preached God's word, and when they'd kick him out of one place, he'd go to another place and preach God's word. And he was he was he was persecuted. He was beaten. He was uh, incarcerated. And, you know, Paul, I, I love reading about him because there are times when he's he chose to leave. He said, you know what? They're coming to get me, and and it, I'm going to go ahead and leave this time. And he would go and his he would step away. And I think particularly about the. Um, church uh that he wrote you can read in first and second thessalonians and um so he did leave sometimes but he also would stay when it was time to stand and i think that from paul we can really see that being loved by christ that has to be the controlling force of our lives do you think that paul was actually a persecutor so he could understand when he was being persecuted all right, more you got me there. I don't understand. Well, he used to go around killing people. Oh, yes, absolutely. Before he became Paul, he was Saul. Absolutely. Oh, he was yeah. yeah. And don't you think that as we understand it's inferred, not necessarily written, as he stood there and saw Stephen mm. be able to withstand the stones, mm-hmm. a horrible painful death all of these disciples which could have recanted at any moment and he saw the that rapture on Stephen's mm-hmm. face which was the love of God in him that was a moment for Paul mm-hmm. that he then mm-hmm. pursued 
the rest, God pursued him, and then he equally pursued. Talk about a great right. love affair and adventure. Pursuing one another, because he kept saying over and over, if it wasn't for Christ, I, there's nothing. Oh, I mean, the, the most unshakable reality of his life was being loved by Christ. That was the granite foundation under a life of, of immense suffering, but also of, under immense joy. I mm-hmm. mean, you read again and again, and Paul was saying, I rejoice over this. Um, it really made Paul utterly indestructible in his confidence towards God. Kathy, earlier you were talking about trust, and, and we've got a few um, minutes here to close in. But when we're talking about what it is to live in these times, we are not talking about how it is that we become more relevant. There's been a great mm. movement about how we become more like the world. Now, we are called to live in the world. Yes. We are called to discern and relate we are now that we we know God's love encompasses all mankind. We are certainly called to love as God loves. We're certainly to be merciful and to cry out for justice and and grace. But there's a lot of condemnation that goes on in, in this world. Some of it coming from Christians to the world, pointing fingers. But there's condemnation by others. And what we're trying to get at is that if you're walking in condemnation, that's a great way. That's a great Rx for fear. But when the truth of the matter is, is if Christ is our Savior and he is, we are in a great love uh, relationship with him, Christ who is raised from the dead, Christ who sits at the right hand of God, Christ who intercedes for us, Christ who says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. And he says, and know all these things who are more than conquerors through him who what? Loved, Loved us. us. Mm. And so our do when we get into those places, the pit, and we think we, we, we query, am I really loved by God? If this is going on in my life, is this really the love of God? When you're threatened by evil or you're persevering through the misery of this life or in cases that we talked about the disciples or Christians who are being martyred across the globe when we're being led to the slaughter like lambs then it is these things this these concepts of nothing can separate us from his massive love in fact this love which I am loved by the son of God will once again make me more than a conqueror in mm-hmm. distress. And Paul prayed these things for the children of God, that you might have power, not for yourself, but you might have power to comprehend with love all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Mm. Kathy, in a quick one minute, for those who may not have ever known the love of God, how would you tell them? Not just to experience it, but to live it. To turn wholeheartedly, open-heartedly towards God and confess that you are imperfect. You have an imperfect love and recognize his perfect love for you. Ask him to forgive your sins. Turn to Christ and ask that he would come in and fill you with his perfect love and come into your life. 
and accept it, believe it, trust it, go to Psalms in your Bible, learn about his character, spend time with him, grow in that relationship with him, and enjoy the firm foundation for your life that you now have. Mm, thank you, Kathy. Kathy and DeBrock, Maura Gandhi, JCI Worldwide Enterprises. It's been a pleasure, I know. So God bless you. Have a great day. This has been Love Talk on the Word.